I'm always striving to be that better person. And I think that's the kind of people you find in this community, um, the, the CrossFit community. And I, I know that sounds really weird, but I think I do believe that. I think it's people that want to build themselves better and not just build themselves better, but build somebody else better. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Ruth Ann Golson. I'm 57 years old as of last week. I've been married 26 years. We have 11 grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and we have another one on the way due next April. Wow. Happy birthday, Ruthann. Yes. And this is not our first podcast. No, it's not. So we did the first one, I mean, it feels like three, two years ago? It was three years ago. Three years ago. It was ago. after one of the open workouts. Yes. And you've always been so passionate and encouraging and great. So anybody who listens to this episode and wants more from Ruthann, you should go back and listen to her first one. Um, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for asking me. It, absolutely. And so, you know, one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you in is because you, you're just a joy to talk to and you're such a, a light, right? You encourage, but also I think during the quarantine, it presented you some challenges, difficulties, like many other people, but I really believe that you took those on. You were able to persevere and succeed. So I, I just, that's going to be the majority of what we talk about, but let's, okay. you know, I just heard you telling Alicia that when you go to the grocery store, you have interval training, walking, lunging, push-ups, burpees on the way to Kroger. So we might get into that too. So let's start, but go back to March, you know, 20th and what happened in your world at that time? Um, for me, I'm young. I think I'm young, but in my opinion, I'm young and I think I'm healthy, but I know COVID affects different people, different ways. And my husband is a high-risk kind of guy. He has some health issues that make him high-risk. And he is still, to this day, very concerned about COVID. And he doesn't attend any functions. And if he does attend it, like we're going to church again now, but it's outside and very, very, very socially distanced. But he's still very concerned about it. And because of my husband, and I love my husband, I wanted to limit myself going to the gym. And I needed to find something else that I could do myself, either in the at my house, outside, something um, what puts your husband at high risk my husband has celiac uh celiac sprue which is a disease where you um you can't eat gluten any kind of gluten but he's also had hepatitis before he's had encephalitis he's had um scarlet fever he just his gene pool i guess is just not the same as a lot of other people's yeah. but he's had things that you're like he's had shingles three times before he could even get a shot so just he just has that. He's Maybe just, a little more vulnerable to it. Yeah, just, yeah, he's just more vulnerable to things. When he's things just very started worried. escalating, how, you know, how were you, you guys or him processing this? Well, first off, I think we did what a lot of people did. I think we were like freaked out. Oh, my gosh, this is closing. This is closing. So many people dying. And then we started saying, is that really true or is it not? And then we started talking about our, among ourselves, like, well, I think I'm pretty healthy. And so... We need to watch out one for ourselves, but what can we do to ourselves to um, stay healthy? So one is 
not to come to a, a regular kind of organization such as CrossFit where there's a bunch of people that might be there that may or may not be sick, but maybe they came in contact with someone that's sick. So you got to limit yourself. So I won't lie, I did try to do the Zoom classes with the coaches, but I didn't like them. Yeah, it was hard. Um, they were in my um, extra bedroom, which doesn't have any furniture in it because it's just the extra room that we had. But it's air conditioned, and there's just, I don't know. I tried it, but um, I just it just wasn't for me. So I was looking at the workouts, and then I was able to find a Facebook page that offered at-home workouts during COVID. So that kind of started it. I was like, okay, what are they doing today? And then I started thinking, you know what, Ruth Ann, you can do this yourself. You can do this. Simple things, i.e., Robert, your yeah. coach, Robert. He was my assigned coach during COVID. Like, hey, I'm checking in on you today. What are you doing? Give me tips. So um, I would tell him, I'm going to go on a bike ride today. I'm going to walk to my grocery store. And my grocery store from my house and back is three miles. Not a bad walk. But you walk down there, you pick up your groceries, and walk back. But I said, well, how can I make this better if I just go to the store? So I said, you know what? I'm going to call it my light pole workout. So the first time I did it, at every light pole on the way up there, because I didn't want to get sweaty. Okay, I got to go grocery shopping. <laughs> so at every light pole, I did five air squats. Not a big deal. Just every light pole I passed, I just stopped and did five air squats. Or Ten air squats, I'm sorry. And then I went and got my groceries. And on the way back, I said, okay, well, what can I do with this? I said, you know what? I put my grocery bags down. I did five burpees. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. And maybe a fourth of a mile from the house, I was like, I'm done with this. And I was like, no, can't quit because if I quit now, I'm going to be so mad tomorrow that I didn't finish this workout. So I just continued every light pole, doing my five, putting my grocery bags down and doing my five burpees. And when I got home, I took a picture of my grocery bags and sent it to Robert. Hey, Robert, I'm doing my workout. How many and, light poles? Well, I didn't know that until the next day I, I drove it. It's 42 light poles one way. So you did 400 squats, or I guess you did on the way there, so about 20. I did 420 air squats. And then on the way back, uh, how many 210 burpees? 210 burpees, because it's five at each. <laughs> Oh. I know, I think if I would have counted them beforehand, I would like, oh, there's no way I'm going to do that. And you walked three miles. Yeah, but... You Did you to... sweat? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like pouring <laughs> buckets and cars are driving by you and you're like, ah. Oh. Wow. But I don't care. I just kept doing it. I didn't care. How many times did you do that? Or um, have you done that? I do it at least once a week. I, I have I have a one-mile trail, a two-mile trail, a three-mile trail, and a four-mile trail. And my four-mile trail doesn't have as many light poles, so I won't do the light pole workout there. But the two-mile trail is really perfect for that because I don't just do burpees and squats. I now take a sit-up mat, and I'll do 10 sit-ups at the light poles. Or I might do – I've taken my my dumbbells, and I'll do 35-pound thrusters at the light on pole. On the way to the grocery store. On the, well, no. On now the way to, you just to do, my two-mile mark. To okay, my two so mile now mark. you just have these, yeah. these distances I just have distances marked. I do because – um, I'll still do the grocery store one, but it's just easier to take the, the weights now that I got because I actually bought weights yeah. and just do it. And I, cars be driving by me. Sometimes people that are walking will just look at me and laugh and say, oh, no way, or, oh, or I wish I could. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, just, and I've actually convinced a couple ladies to do one air squat with me. Like, look at, just do one at every light pole. Just do one. Is this like strangers? Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do? Well, like this one lady I've probably seen maybe a dozen times and finally I convinced her to do an air squat with me one day I said just do one I said just do one at every light pole today because not knowing where she lives I'm not sure how many she has to do but she did so a couple days later I saw her and I was like okay today we're going to do a push-up I said just one I said get on your knees it's okay 
just wow. modify it. So she's just laughing. She's like, I can't believe you. I was like, you just got to keep moving. You, or me, for me, you have to decide that you're not going to let this COVID get you down. And so what I started doing was I, first off, tried to find eBay, Rogue, PRX, anybody to buy anything, any kind of gear. And everyone knows you can't find it. Right. And if you can't find it, they want like way too much money for it. Right. So I started out, I got um, Chris Hager, gave me his barbell and his weights. And then I actually ordered another barbell, so I'd have two. Brad Meyer, who lives a couple houses down, gave me his 14-pound wall ball. He said it was too light. So then I marked a spot on the outside of my garage, and I do my wall balls. And so then I got my weights, and then I put my name on a waiting list for, it's called the PRX Performance Rig. It folds into the garage like four inches. So now I can do pull-ups. I can do, I have a bench. You have a, a rack. I have a yeah. rack. I can do, I, I ordered the bench. Um, and then. So, you know, as COVID is, you know, two months in, you're at this point still wanting to protect your husband. Yes. Also yes. yourself. Yes. You're doing these workouts. You know, I think you've always had, a, in my opinion, like a really passion for fitness. You know, I can, I've seen that. Even from our last podcast, you even talked about you love to coach. You know, like I you're, do just, love to coach. you're just an inspiration, you know. So how do you think in this time when you say that some, maybe some people were discouraged and, and didn't do anything, where did you find your inspiration? I think part of it's age. I spent... 20 years in the Marine Corps, um, and not everyone knows that. Sometimes people are surprised, but I think there, because you had to be in shape all the time, that it becomes a part of who you are, your mantra. I think maybe growing up in a big family where you had to always do stuff, and you, there's nobody can be lazy in a big family, you know, unless you're the baby, and I wasn't a baby of the family. You have to be a part of something. You're always pushing to get stuff done and pushing to improve yourself. So I think you and I talked earlier about some people are just born that way, that you want to keep improving yourself. And so that's what I want to do. And I'm not going to lie, Charlie. My, my, my improvement myself is a lot different today than it was three years ago or even two years ago. How so? Well, two years ago, I had a torn meniscus. And so I had to have that, had surgery on that. And I literally did not come to the gym for like four months. And when I came back, the doctor said, okay, no more box jumps. And do things like squats or lifting, depending how your leg feels that day. And I did come back to the gym, and one day, and one day only, did I do box jumps just to prove to myself that I could do them. And the workout that day was like five rounds, and it had, you had to do box jumps and run. I did the first round with the box jumps, and after that I said, okay, Ruthann, I don't want a knee replacement, just do box step-ups. So my new better is box step-ups. It's not box jumps. I love watching the box jumps. I love watching athletes do it. I'm just all in awe of them. Has that been difficult for you, or do you, it sounds almost like you are at peace with it? I wasn't at first. I won't lie. When it, when I first had my leg injury, um, the coaches here were really good. Hey, Ruthann, come ride the bike. Come do this. Come do that. And I came to like three workouts, and I literally was so angry inside that I couldn't do the box jumps, that I couldn't do the back squat with the weights that day. I was like, okay, Ruthann, this is not good for you. Just don't come to the gym because when you come to the gym, you get mad. Because you can't do what everyone else is doing. So I just went home and I said, okay, I'm going to walk. Or I jog, but I don't run fast. Because, again, that's not, jogging is okay on the knees, but the running fast was, and so I had to learn that, okay, I can no longer do my seven-minute mile or maybe not even my eight-minute mile today because it doesn't feel good, but I can still do it. 
So um, I think I think the fact that we didn't come to the gym because of COVID and that I couldn't go to the gym because after I had my knee surgery, that it gave me that time in between to realize, okay, I don't have to be at this super high level anymore, that this is my new high, but I'm okay with that. If I know that I'm actually pushing at that level, if I'm not down here, this is my new high and I'm trying to get there every time. What What is the key ingredient, in your opinion, to a great workout? When you get done... When do, I get yeah. done, I'm sweating, my my pulse is... Um, I can feel my pulse going fast, or I feel like I can't go any further. I did a workout this Tuesday. I got my rower Monday, super excited. I put the rower together Monday afternoon. I thought I would need help, but I didn't. And so I purposely went online and looked for a workout that would use my rower. And so it was a workout of five rounds of, you did thrusters, box jumps, but, but for me, box step-ups, because I know how to modify. And then, then what was left of your three-minute time, pushing as hard as you can on the rope. So I got my first round. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't hardly breathe. And so you sit there for like 30 seconds, like, okay, okay, now you got, you got a minute left because you got to go back to the thrusters. It's work three minutes, off three minutes. But it was, for me, it was an adrenaline rush. Like, you're, you're, you're so tired, you can't hardly stand up from the rower, but you can't wait for the next round to begin. And I know, I've, I've heard people say, well, working out doesn't do that for me, that it doesn't give them this adrenaline rush or adrenaline feel, but it does to me. It makes me feel good about me. Um, I'm not worried about, I won't lie. When I come to the gym, I like watching the young people, the athletes, the strong ones. Oh my gosh, they lift how many pounds? They did how fast? But once I start my actual routine, I don't listen. I don't look at anybody. I might listen to the coach and, hey, Ruthann, keep your back straight, keep your heels down. But I don't worry about what anybody else is doing. I worry about me. I don't. I just don't think about anybody else. I'm trying to get my workout done now. When the workout's over, I'm gonna say, hey, Charlie, you did how many pounds? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. But I don't worry that Charlie lifted 100 pounds more than me because. Charlie's 20 years younger than me, and he's a lot taller than me, so it's okay. But I think that's a big part of just coming to peace, like you said, coming to peace with yourself, that you're still doing the best you can. My goal, and I tell everybody, I know this sounds weird, but for doing the stuff that I'm doing, like the, the, the squats and the lifts and the running and the riding the bike, is I want to live longer, healthier. I want to be able to pick up my grandkids when they come up to me. I want to be able to get up and down off a toilet by myself without having a bar there I can do all that and I want to continue to do all that I just and it's really frustrating I see people when they're younger than me I'm like oh my gosh please don't do this when they're older than me I'm like well they're a little bit older but they could still start they could start walking why do you think you know I love that you started out your the podcast saying that you were young because I believe you and and now I'm sitting here with you I, I think you're, I mean, you're 57, but you're life, you're, you're alive. Let's call yes. it that way. Okay, I like you that. You are alive at 57. I think a lot of that, you know, I've known you for several years, has to do with the way you live your life. Like you live abundantly in, in love with people. You speak life into others. You are very active just based on even the first part of this podcast anybody listening knows when you're saying that people at a little bit older would have a difficulty because i could see somebody listening who is 57 right and saying like oh my goodness they might be one of your closest friends and they stumble on this episode and they're like oh let me hear what ruthann has to say and they're like she's crazy you know i can't believe she does that 200 burpees 400 squats three miles 
so how can you encourage somebody who's maybe 57, 60, 65 to actually start this journey? Walk around the block. Just walk around your block. If you don't live in town, walk around your property. I kid you not. I, when I, I, I thought it was, I was surprised, honestly, when I got that lady to do a squat. I was like, she's not going to do that. But she did. And I wasn't trying to tell her to do 10 like I'm doing. I said, just do one. I'm not telling you to go out and run a marathon today. I'm telling you to go out and walk. If you can't walk, walk to your mailbox and back. If you do that today, then do it twice tomorrow. And next week, maybe do it three times a day until you can go the whole block. And after that, maybe go a mile. And if you can't do it in the heat of the day, then do it in the morning or do it at night. But you can carve out 10 minutes. I won't lie. In the beginning of COVID, there's a couple rainy days. I walked in my living room. Because I couldn't walk outside. And my living room, it's pretty nice, but I walked around my living room and my kitchen island. And every time I got to the back door, I went down and did my, I did two burpees and then kept walking. Because I was, I was watching a movie. I was <laughs> like, okay, I can just keep walking in the living room because it's raining outside. But don't limit yourself because, well, because it's raining or because I get off work at 7 o'clock at night. Well, what time do you go to bed? Can you just carve out 10 minutes in there? And once you carve out that 10 minutes, then maybe make it 15 minutes. But just start walking. And that's such a good point because I think people try to look way down the road. Yes. As opposed to just looking at today. And it yes. all everything happens gradually. Nothing happens quick. No. No. And so having this small perspective of just walking, and anybody can do that. Anybody can walk. Anybody can walk. You, you, and anybody can lift. I'm not talking about lifting 200 pounds, 500 pounds because I don't lift any of that. But I'm talking about lifting up a gallon of milk. A gallon of water is eight pounds. If you can't lift the eight pounds, lift a half a gallon. You know, get yourself a little jug and lift it. Just start somewhere. I like that. It sounds like you push yourself pretty hard by yourself. I do. And, you know, sometimes people struggle with that. So I wonder when you're in your garage or in your living room, you know, or you're on the 40th light pole after doing 200 burpees and you have five more. What are you thinking about? Like on that rower workout that you just described, I mean, again, you are going to town, right? You're doing oh, three I'm, minutes, as many calories I, as you can. And I can't so, hardly walk when I get off. And you, but you're by yourself. So, yes. you're, you know, there's times in class, which you know the energy it's created when you're in a class and kind of even though you're not looking at the person next to you, competing with or not competing, working out with other people creates this. A competitive spirit, yes. yes. But you're doing this by yourself. So... What are you thinking about? What's pushing you to go hard? I think it's, I think, I think you and I talked earlier. I think it's the way I'm wired, Charlie. I think that you want to have to be, I have my, my, my own garage. I've named it. And I, um, being 20 years in the Marine Corps, I, I named my job, jo- my garage Semper Fit. Okay. And I, I, so I had that name on my wall and right underneath that sign, I have that saying, when you stop getting better, you stop being good. And so I think of that all the time. If I don't do this row as hard as I can, if I don't do this run as as hard as I can, am I being good? Am I getting better? Or am I just starting that that process of aging, which I I, kind of refuse to do. But um, I think that pushes me. That's my own, one of my, that's why I have it written up there because I really believe it. I have two different sayings and that's one of them. So for people who are are not, military people what does that mean semper fit well actually semper fit i just came up semper fi is a marine corps model it means always faithful you're faithful to yourself you're faithful to your core the marine corps and you're faithful to your god god country and core and um so it's always faithful so semper fit to me means always 
fit. That doesn't mean you're the, the number one person in the world or the number one person even in this town. You're the number one person for today. If your best today is a 12-minute mile, it's a 12-minute mile. But maybe tomorrow your best is, is a 9-minute mile because, you know, yesterday you just felt really bad. Your best today. When you get done, you should feel like you've accomplished something. You should feel like it's okay, you know, you get, take your shower and get on with your day. Or maybe you work out at night. But you should always push yourself to strive to be better. And I, I, I think that's probably what I like about the CrossFit community as a whole. That everyone that's in there is always trying to better themselves. They're not there just to, to say I've gone to that and done a workout. You know, you can actually see it on the faces of these young athletes. They're pushing to get better. They're they're sweating. They're in their own little zone there, and they're pushing to get that extra rep out. Because honestly, when we go home, we look at what we did last time on this workout. Well, last time I did I did 57 reps. <gasps> I did 58 today. I'm always striving to cut one second off. I'm always trying to get one more calorie on the rower. I'm always trying to do oh I did 80 pounds last time can I do 82 and so um that's what that's just me that's that, I, lo- I think that's CrossFit yeah no and you you started what was the gym before this I started at Creedus Corpus CrossFit in Picking Mississippi I remember and I really love my we coach talked about there. that in the last podcast yes remember? and because they thought I was an older lady and so they were like giving me these well why don't you just hit the ball here on this ball and if you can't get it there then then don't worry about it I actually went back the next day and said that guy's a horrible coach I never wanted to be in a class with him again he doesn't he thinks because I'm older that I can't do the workout and I did not realize that this guy had actually been to the games. And he was used to coaching a lot of people in that area that were older and they were just there to, to do it. So the next time we did a workout, he tore me up. I mean, he's like, okay, everything, you better not stop. You better not stop. And we were doing a Tabata-style workout with nothing but an empty bar, but we didn't stop for like 20 minutes. It was like front rack, back squats, thrusters, everything. And he's like, come on, come on, keep up with me. And I was like, but he realized who I was. And even when I got here, I had that a couple times with coaches. Um, nothing bad against them. Yeah. They just don't know you. And they, they have the young kids they know are pushing hard. But sometimes they don't know because of your gender, your age, if you really want to push that hard. And I remember one time one of the coaches, um, I was working out with the, some of the ladies. And some of the ladies, you know, they'll just, we were on the rowers on the assault bike. And I was like, hey, don't worry about getting all those calories. Just get off when you're ready. I looked and said, I am doing the calories. And I kept going. And um at that time, Josh was like, okay. So they learned really fast that I don't want to be told that I don't have to reach the 10-foot mark on the wall. I don't want to be told that I only got to get 15 calories on the rower or on the assault bike. Um, probably one of my really coolest moments here was one time we did a workout, and you got some awesome athletes here. Everybody was done with the workout, and the last thing we had to do was we had to do a 50-foot lunge, walking lunge with, um, it was 100 yards. We had to put weight on your shoulders. And the coach came up and said, okay, Ruthann, you're done. We timed out. And all the other athletes, there's probably seven or eight, said, no, 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 she can finish. And I was like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Because I was tired, and I didn't want to quit. And the coach said, oh, it's okay. But all the other athletes said, no, let her finish, let her finish. And so all these athletes, and they're 20 to 40, whatever, they're all yelling at me to finish my work. I was like, well, now I can't stop. I mean, all these people... Have, are, are encouraging me and they expect me to finish you're going to finish it and um it was just a really cool feeling that they're that they're pushing you to succeed and my success like i said is nothing compared to some of these athletes you have there are finishing two rounds before me but but they still encourage you again that's a crossfit thing yeah they encourage you whether you run a, a four minute mile or a 12 minute mile they're like oh my gosh yay 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 for you 
they're, that just, I do miss that part about the gym. But when you talk about how do you encourage yourself, I think you just want to succeed. You want yeah. to be successful. So you keep pushing yourself. I, I pride myself on every day I go look at the workout that the gym is doing. And I say, I got all the equipment. I can do that. Or I don't have that equipment. And so I need to modify. And I'll do this instead. Like before I got my rower, I'd run. Instead of rowing, I run. Instead of doing the assault bike, you run. And you do the rest of the workout. Um, because I want to stay as close as I can. And I, I feel like the, the programming here is really good. So it, it does the you know, upper body, lower body, core, yeah. cardio. So I, want, I, I use that. I love it. I follow it. I, I, I put all the, I write all my workouts down. I highlight the ones that I've done really good on, or I'll put my little notes next time, go five pounds harder, higher, or next time, you know, I, I love it. I you're, make my own notes. Yeah. You're into I wanna, it. I you're want into to, it. I want to stay good. Yeah. And I don't want to. So, age. so a question comes to mind and I can relate to so much of what you're saying, but I think sometimes people get so much when we share our struggles Yes. And my question now is, and I have these days too, the days that you don't feel like working out. Oh, yes. Like the days that you don't want to. Yes. You feel like you're warming up. Maybe, you know, you're, ugh, you know. So how, how does Ruthann handle that? Well, there's two kinds of days like that. There's some days where you don't want to work out because something hurts wrong. Okay, and on those kind of days, my age has taught me to listen to your body on that day. Okay, you did something to your back yesterday, so don't do that workout today. Instead, just take the walk with the dogs and call it good. But there are days, I won't lie, that you're like, oh my gosh, I got to go do, because I have two workouts a day, sometimes three. My, I don't count my walk as a workout with my dogs, but I have um, my regular wad workout that I do, and then I do what I call my accessory workout. And I was like, do I really want to do this, Ruthann? And in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, what I've read is that it takes 30 days to get a new habit. It takes 30 days of consistency, whether it's, you know, riding a bike or running or lifting, to keep that habit. But it only takes three days to break that habit. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, do I really want to start this 30-day cycle over again by, not taking, by, by taking the day off? I, I, I don't want to start over again. I don't want to go back to that lower level, which is less reps or slower speed. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this. But but once I get out there, I start it. So, so like, um, like okay, I normally start with my single-unders, then I go to my double-unders, then I do my sit-ups and my burpees. Those are my daily... It's like a warm-up. Yeah, it's my warm-up. I have to do so many every what day. What is that? Just because I'm curious. Well, the exact, I, um, it sounds like you do it every day. <laughs> I do. I start out with a, uh, a jump rope challenge, a 30-day jump rope challenge. And when it was done, I decided to keep doing 200 singles every day. But I didn't think that was enough. So I started a 100-day double-unders. But the double unders, I I'm not the best at them, but I have PR since COVID, so um, I started. I had to do 100 a day, but they had to be no less than 10. So if you do seven, it doesn't count as part of that 100. Wow. But then I got good they enough. They had to be unbroken sets of 10. Yes, but then I got better at them, so now they don't count unless I do at least 20. So like last week one day, I did a set of 19, a set of 17, and then another 19. I was like, are you kidding me? And you have to do five sets of minimum I, well, 20. I have to do, I can't, or you can it, do 50. I can do 50. It just does not count if there's not at least 20 in that unbroken set. I did three sets in a row, all right around 20. I was like, really? Take a breath and stop. And are you going to be mad tomorrow that you didn't finish it? Yes, you're going to be mad tomorrow that you didn't do the 100. So just take a breath, start it again. 
And um, I have gotten better at my double unders doing so that. So what 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 is the number of singles that you do before that? Two hundred. So you do, you start with two hundred. Two hundred because you got to warm up. Then you do a hundred doubles. Yep, and then I do one hundred and twenty sit ups every day. Oh my goodness! And then my burpees is sixty. And my burpees was every 60. day. Yes, because my birthday was last week, and I had to be I had to be I wanted to make sure I was could do my my birthday burpees last week. So I do I do my sixty every week. So day. you do just to clarify 200 singles 100 double unders if you do less than 20 it doesn't count 120 sit-ups and 60 burpees every day that's my accessory work that's my accessory i call it my accessory workout what is your new pr on double unders 70 oh my and i was a big jump the most i'd ever done before that was 54 so the day i did 70 yeah before covid and so i was like I was like, I'll never get 70 again. But now I'm trying to get 71. I won't lie. <laughs> I'm trying wow. to get 71. But I know that's not a big number to some people, but that's a huge number to me. That's a big number. Man. And I was like, your feet don't wear out. You you run out of air. Your arms get tired. Wow. I was really, I was like, I can't believe this. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I just, crazy. Yeah. I was super happy. So the days that you're not, you, you're feeling like the habit that you formed is. You have to keep doing it because yeah. I don't know where I read it. But I know that's what they say. It takes 30 days to form a good habit, whether it's reading a book every day or maybe listening to an audiobook or saying your prayers or whatever you're doing for your third day, whether it's trying to uh, drink so much water a day. But after about 30 days, you're used to it and you're about, okay, I like drinking my water every day. I like, you know, going to bed at 10 o'clock every day. You know, you're used to that. But it only takes three days to break that habit. That's so crazy to yeah. me. The way I describe it <clears throat> when I share exactly what you just said, I say, I've seen so much value in my life from working out. Like it, it's yes. been, it's been proven to me for years the goodness of it, the reward of it, the positive benefits of it. That now I'm a slave to it. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, I, I don't respond to my emotions. Right, even though my that's what it is. Not feeling like working out is emotions. Right. Correct. Physically, I do the same thing as you. And I, I will tell you, like you say, I'll do something. Maybe today's a walking the dog. You'll always feel better doing something than nothing. Yep. And I accept that Sunday's a rest day. It took me, I mean, probably up until like six years ago that I did that. Because I oh, used wow. to want to work out every day. And so Sundays, I, but I accepted it. So for me, it's not now lately since COVID, I've been running on Sundays because we don't go to church. Our, you right. know, our church opened back up, but they don't have childcare. So we're watching it on TV, which makes for a more relaxed morning, right? There's yes. not this rushing kids. So I've been going out for runs. And um, so I, I always feel better working out. And, and when I'm in that lethargic feeling in the beginning of a workout or my... I'm just like not in the mood. I it doesn't make me not do it. Like that's right. you know what I mean. Like yeah, I, I, and it sounds exactly. crazy because y- you take some things that maybe I'm not fully committed to, like that. Maybe I wouldn't do. You know, and again, right. maybe reading a book, right? Like right, maybe book. I make a point to pull out a book and start reading, and then I'm like, I'm just not in the mood to read right now, so I close the book and put it away. But like working out has just become this habit, right? This thing that I've become a slave to. And, and for me, obviously, I think it's a good thing. Correct. And, and, and it's, help, it's, you know, it's been helpful in my life. But when people are in that stage of trying to get this thing started, they don't know the value like you do. Right. They don't know the value like I do. 
So it's really easy to not work out on a day they don't feel like working out, you know? And like you said, three days to lose it. Three days. You know, and I, I think you're absolutely right. I would, I never heard that statistic, but you're right. I mean, you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and don't work out. It's like, oh. You feel like you, you just getting here on Thursday is going to be so hard. So and then hard. what do you do? Take a few more days off, start back Monday, got to restart for 30 days. You start that whole 30 day clock and it's just a, um, it's a beast. Yeah. But I do believe that for the people that do work out, whether, whether they're swimming or running or walking or biking or going to a, a CrossFit gym, I think that the people that do that on a consistent basis, one, they're healthier, but I think they feel better about themselves. I mean, I have friends who don't work out at all, I, I, you know, and they have other habits that um, maybe aren't necessarily healthy, but they're always like, well, where do you find the time? Well, if you start talking with that person about their time, they get up at this time, 7 o'clock, they had to be to work at 9. Well, you got two hours. What did you do? Well, you know, I got on social media or watched <laughs> this TV show. And the TV show things, to me, I'm like, no, no, no. Get yourself a mat and do some sit-ups in between the commercials. No, no, no. Walk around the living room. You, there are so many things you can do while you're watching TV. Like, unbelievable. Um, in time, you and I both know that's not the excuse. You know, Time is never an excuse. I found that very few, like, very, very few. In this, this, the only times that I've honestly felt time is really a challenge is when people have to work two jobs. Two jobs that really demand of their lives, right? That, but, but you know, and even then, I would still think there's time personally. But I also, um, I know that that's an, a very easy excuse to make oh, for sure. people. You know, when it comes, and that tells me they're not serious, right? This is not. A priority in their life we've because we the, make time for things right. that are important. I think we've come to the age in our life where we want the easy fix. So many people, you see a, a commercial on TV for don't eat your ve- vegetables, get this pill. You eat all your vegetables. Don't eat your fruits, here's a pill. I feel like we're living in the age of the Jetsons, you know, that you see the whole meal and peels. <laughs> right. pills. I was like, well, why would you want to eat the fruits and the vegetables? To me, they're good, but I'm yeah. like, wow, people really have to take a pill to do that? Mm-hmm. Because we want the easy fix, we don't really there's want. There's no easy fix. They think that you know, um, take this pill, you'll lose the weight, and you'll look really like a supermodel. And then you look at these young athletes, like man, they make it. It's so easy. It's not easy for those athletes. Those athletes train. Some of them, these professionals, eight and ten hours a day. I don't have eight or ten hours a day to, to train. So no, I'm not that super athlete. But yeah. I can, I can find my time on my day to do my workout. Um, I'll be sad when <laughs> I hate to say this, but I'll be sad when they tell me I gotta go back to the office to work. Because right now, I'm working from home. Yeah. So I get up in the morning, and I, I, I walk my dogs, go back home, and I check my emails, do some emails, go back out to my garage, do my accessory work, go back in the house, do some more work on the emails, go back to the garage and do a workout. And I'm like, I won't have that ability once the office opens back up, and we actually go back into the office. I think I'm going to be very sad on that day. <laughs> well, I think you're an inspiration. I think you've taken this whole s- situation in the last six months, and you've you've actually come out healthier healthier stronger definitely um, stronger yeah and, and and you know it's it's such a joy just being with you but I, I always end the podcast with this we ended your last podcast with this but I think it's worth repeating because you've said all the things um, in this episode but now in closing you know our mission statement purpose is building better people that's why we have a, a, a gym is because we believe that when you're exercising, you're becoming a better version a better of yourself. Person. And so how, how is that true for you personally? Oh, I believe that um, I'm a better person than I was six months ago. I think every day I start to be a better person than the day before, whether it's 
working out, whether it's my relationship with my, my husband or my children or my relationship with God. It, I'm always trying to be that better person. And I think that's the kind of people you find in this community, um, the, the CrossFit community. I, I know that sounds really weird, but I think I do believe that. I think it's people that want to build themselves better and not just build themselves better, but build somebody else better. I take, it makes me happy when I can make somebody do a squat that I don't even know in the middle of the sidewalk. Or I might have a friend come over and we do a workout together. It makes me happy that, that I'm hoping that they're becoming a better version of themselves. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.